And now, another episode of Radio Yesterday, brought to you by ChuckChat.com. Kellogg's Pep, the super delicious cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Convinced that Clark Kent is Superman, Der Teufel, a brilliant half-mad Nazi scientist, and Henry Miller, whom Teufel has transformed into an atom man, able to destroy anything in his path, have begun their plot to conquer Superman and then the world. Posing as a young newspaper man, Miller secured a position as reporter on the Daily Planet, where he made friends with Kent and Jimmy Olsen. During Kent's absence from the office, Miller told Editor White that he had received a tip on a big story and received permission to follow the tip with Jimmy. As we continue now, 40 miles north of Metropolis... Miller, the deadly atom man with the unsuspecting Jimmy at his side, is driving a small roadster through lonely, hilly country skirting the sea. It is mid-afternoon. The sky is gray and overcast. Listen. Gosh, Hank, you're as bad as Mr. Kent. What do you mean, Jim? Well, he always acts mysterious, too. You've been driving about an hour now, and you still haven't told me what this big story is we're on. (laughs) I was afraid if I did, you wouldn't want to go through with it. We may run into trouble. Yeah, what kind of trouble? I'll give you a hint. Who's the most dangerous man in the world? In the whole world? Uh-huh. Gosh, I don't know. Hitler? No, he's probably dead. That Nazi scientist, De Teufel? No, he's dead, too. Is he? Sure, didn't you hear about it? Mr. Kent got a cablegram from Germany this morning. Teufel blew himself up experimenting with the piece of kryptonite that was stolen from the Metropolis Museum. He did? Mm-hmm. He was supposed to be trying to create an atom man. An atom man? Mm-hmm. Can you imagine anything so goofy? And you want to hear something else funny? Mr. Kent was scared to death that Teufel could do it. Ah, it's ridiculous. Well, sure it is, but we couldn't make Mr. Kent see it. Does Kent still believe that nonsense about Teufel and an atom man? Well, he did up to this morning when he got the cablegram saying Teufel and the kryptonite were blown to kingdom come. Now he's like a new man. Uh-huh. A sharp curve coming up. Hang on. Look, we kind of got off the subject, Hank. You were going to tell me what this big story is we're on. We didn't get off the subject. Well, sure we did. You said... I said our story was tied up with the most dangerous man in the world. And you guessed who that is. The Teufel. Uh-huh, that's right. What? You're kidding. The Teufel is dead. The tip I got said he's very much alive. And in a hideout somewhere around here. Around here? No. No, wait a minute. What? How? <laughs> Take it wait. easy, Jim. You'll have plenty of opportunity to get scared <laughs> later. Later? Well, I'm scared right now. I, I mean, I'm excited. Listen, who told you Teufel is alive and, and hiding around here? A very good friend of mine who knows all about Teufel. Who? You'll find out. Let's see, we're 43 miles out. We ought to be coming to a small woods. There's a map in the glove compartment in front of you. Get it, will you? It's drawn in a piece of paper. Okay. Well, I don't see any... Say, what's this, Hank? Why? Well, these gloves. They look... Sure, they're made out of metal. Meshed metal. Put them back. What? I said put them back, you little punk. Hey, wait a minute. Who are you calling a punk? Sorry, Jim. Those gloves happen to be very valuable to me. Never mind the map. There are the woods now. Well, what are you blowing the horn for? The road's empty. This is where we're to meet my friend. Ah, Hey, look out. Two men jumped out on the road. Those are my friends. They were waiting in the woods. Are you sure? They look pretty tough, especially the big guy in overalls. (laughs) They're tough, all right, as you'll find out. 
I'll find out. Well, what do you mean? Ah, you have young Orson. Good, Miller. It was easy. Huh? Say, who are you and how do you know me? Oh, you do not remember me, Orson. <laughs> you and I, yeah, and Miss Lois Lane, too, spent quite a bit of time together about a year ago. What? You're a teufel. You dyed your skin and you're wearing a black wig and mustache, but... But I know you. Bravo, Orson. And now... Hey, Hank, what is this? You said these were your friends. <laughs> they certainly are. Very good friends. What? You look very stupid with your mouth open, Orson. If you will step out of the car, please, we shall go to a place where we can renew our acquaintance. What? Hey, now, wait a minute. Give me a hand with him, Willie. Just leave him to me, Sergeant. Uh, let okay. go. Cut it out. Let go, I say. Uh, What's the idea? Hey, Hank, hand. don't let... Oh, now I know. You're with them, you, you dirty Nazi. Help! Help! Man, you Stop me, Stoyce. Take me to the cabin, Billy. I will be there shortly. Okay, Teufel. Shut up, Shut up, I said I'll let you have it. Come on. So far, you've done well, Miller. Now we are ready for Superman. You have the mesh gloves and the coat converter? They're in the glove compartment. Good. And Kent is at the Daily Planet? No, he's home. His doctor thought he needed a rest. Ah, you have his telephone number? Yes. You're sure that this will work, Teufel? You have nothing to fear. You need only turn the switch on the converter and such atomic power will pour from your gloved fingers that Superman will be destroyed. I hope you're right, Teufel. I am always right. Go now, drive to the beach house and make no mistakes. I won't. What will I do after it's over? I will be there to tell you. All right. Goodbye, Teufel. Leaving to Teufel standing in the road, Henry Miller, the Atom Man, drives rapidly away. A half hour later, Clark Kent's telephone rings. Hello? Are you Mr. Kent? Yes. This is Henry Miller. Listen, Jim Wilson and I came out here on a story. Yes, I know. The chief told me. Well, we ran into trouble. Bad trouble. What happened? Jim. Yes? What about Jim? He... Mr. Kent, you've got to do something. I wanted to call the police, but Jim insisted I call you. Tell me what's wrong. Where are you? I haven't time to tell you. They'll be back any moment. They... They said they're... They're going to shoot us. Where are you, Miller? Uh, at a beach house a few miles north of Grant Crossing. But you, you've got to hurry. All right, all right. Take it easy, though. Take it easy. A beach house north of Grant Crossing? Yes. I'll be there in a few minutes. A few minutes? It's 50 miles from Metropolis. Oh, uh, I... Well, I, I'll contact Superman. You and Jim sit tight, Miller. Don't worry. Superman will be right out. Hanging up, Clark Kent swiftly resumes his true identity of Superman, never suspecting that he is being lured into a trap. A trap baited with Jimmy Olsen. A trap waiting to be sprung by the Atom Man. We'll return in a moment for the thrill-packed climax of today's episode. But right now, here's a word from your announcer. Say, it's a big moment, isn't it, gang? When Mom opens a package of Kellogg's Pep. Because right away, you're looking for one of those exciting new comic buttons all the gang is collecting. You're wondering which button you'll get. Whether it'll be a new one to add to your collection or a duplicate so that you can have the fun of trading with one of your pals. Now... You'd sure hate to miss out on the fun all the rest of the fellows and girls are having with these new comic buttons. So ask Mother to get you a package or two of that super delicious whole wheat flake cereal, Kellogg's Pep. Because that's the only way you can get these keen looking buttons. You can't buy them anywhere and you don't send in any money, not even a box stop. You just look inside the Pep package and there you are. One of those sharp new comic buttons or a military insignia or warplane button. It's your prize from P-E-P, Pep. Made by Kellogg's of Battle Creek. Now, back to the adventures of Superman. 
In a cabin set on a vast, lonely beach, edged by a forest, Henry Miller, the atom man, has just completed his phone call to Clark Kent. Now, swiftly, he straps a small square metal box around his throat, directly over his jugular vein. This is the converter, in which a tiny electronic tube at the turn of a switch will flash an impulse to the kryptonite in his blood and send atomic energy rushing to his fingertips, from where it will emerge in an unbroken stream of terrible, shattering power. Quickly, then, he pulls on his meshed gloves of platinum and thorium, throws a scarf around his neck, and has just time to clasp his strangely gloved hands behind his back as a strong burst of wind is heard above the cabin, and then a thud as of a giant dropping to earth. A timeless moment, and the door of the cabin is flung open, and Superman in blue costume and red cape strides into the room. Miller, what happened? Where's Jim? Welcome, Superman. All right, never mind that. Where's Jim, I say? He's with Der Teufel. What? Der Teufel? Yes. What are you talking about? What's that on your throat? You'll see in a moment, Superman. Miller. Miller, what are you doing? What's that? That strange noise. And what are those gloves you're wearing? You'll see that in a moment, too. They got what happened to your voice. Miller. You can stop calling me Miller from now on. Let me introduce myself. I am the Atom Man. No. No. Don't. Try to move. You're helpless now. No. Stand back. Don't come near me. Raising his weirdly gloved hands, the Atom Man slowly advances on the Man of Steel, who, helpless, stands rooted to the spot as all the miraculous strength in his massive superhuman muscles drains away. Step by step, the atomic monster in human form moves forward. Finally, he stops, and his thin lips curl in a deadly smile. This is the end, Superman. In a moment, you'll die. No! No! A sharp explosion, a blinding white-hot flash that seems to leap from the atom man's meshed fingers. Jagged green sparks that strike against Superman's wilting body like miniature bolts of lightning. Is this the end? As the one and only survivor of the amazing civilization that once flourished on the planet Krypton finally met his master? Superman, whose strength was beyond measure, whose impenetrable skin turned back the sharpest steel, whose unfailing devotion to truth and justice struck fear into the hearts of those who preyed on their fellow men. Has he become the victim of that strange, mysterious power, atomic energy, the power that brought the warlords of Nippon to their knees? Has it now brought Superman to his knees, never to rise again? Fellows and girls, don't, don't miss tomorrow's amazing episode. Nothing like this has ever happened before. So remember to tune in. And tell all your friends to tune in tomorrow, same time, same station, for the most exciting episode ever broadcast in the adventures of Superman. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Fellas and girls, be sure to follow the adventures of Superman, brought to you every day, Monday through Friday, same time, same station, by the grand old Kellogg Company of Battle Creek. And for other thrilling adventures of Superman, see your local newspaper. Superman is also a copyrighted feature, appearing in Superman DC Publications.